Soto, problems at home. Okay, I've got two puppies. Okay. (laughs) I know you love it when I say that. I've got two very, very cute puppies. Lincoln, stay with me. Is that what you call them? (laughs) Lexi, six months. And Lincoln, he's about 13 weeks now. Okay. We've lost him. him. I knew I shouldn't have started this story like that. Shane, I'm going to talk to you. (laughs) Well, Lincoln, right, Saturday morning. Is he left or wrong? He's the left. No, he's the baby. (laughs) I knew it. I should have just said baby sheepy doodles. (laughs) Left one. The left puppy. Yeah. L- the left no, sheep. <laughs> oh, what are you talking about? The left one. What's wrong with You're you? You're confusing me. You're the one with the dirty mind. Face that way. Do you mean your youngest? Face that way. Do you mean your the youngest, youngest puppy? puppy, Lincoln? All right. Yeah. He's thirteen weeks old. Right. Woke me up the other morning, mm. heaving. Okay, heaving. I don't think we're going to make it through this thing. Because he was lactating. (laughs) Can you turn his mic off? Yeah, I'll go. Woke me up because he was dry reaching. Okay? I'm going to try another word. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) we've lost everybody in this studio. (laughs) Dry reaching and then it came out. Right? What did? A, a huge sock. What is going on with this story? So Lincoln has swallowed a sock whole. Right. Okay. Okay? We got yeah, there. We got to the bottom of that. We got there. Okay. All right? And it was not even, it was like, almost like rolled up um, into like a tube kind of thing. That's how he's gotten it what? down and that's how he's gotten it back up. But this, this puppy, right? Has just gone on this rampage of wanting to uh, eat socks. This is his what? third sock, okay, and it's one of the kids' sock. Yeah, but this is becoming right. What? I can't believe he's alive because this could get stuck in his throat, it could get stuck in his stomach, but he keeps throwing up. So he's on his third sock, and we've tried everything to p- have the kids pick up your clothes, but he's eating socks. Don't leave one of your footy socks lying around. Oh, no. uh, I'm pretty sure he would that. stay. He would stay away from well, that smelly one. A bit of tang on it. Mm. Uh, but we want to know eight three hundred one zero two three. What has your dog eaten? Right. Okay. That's actually a good one. Mm. <laughs> eight three hundred one zero two three. Get it out. What has your dog eaten? What has your dog eaten? Right. Is that the question? Is it more than a sock? One thing I'm learning this morning mm-hmm. is the amount of different things that dogs eat. It's now, amazing. Your little one, Lexi's, got into eating kids' socks. Uh, Lincoln. I've got Lincoln. two. Two um, sheep and noodles. Little Lincoln, who's 13 weeks, uh, woke up Saturday morning and he'd vomited uh, a kid's sock. Right. Um, Tracy on Facebook has told us that her dog ate the diamond out of the engagement ring. <laughs> Wouldn't you be following that dog around for a while? Yeah, you would, you My would. My Lord. Um, what about this one? Sophie, <laughs> that her dog ate a ball that was bigger than a tennis ball, compressed it to swallow it. It opened up in his tummy. Oh, no. Couldn't get it out clearly that way, so uh, they had to cut him open. Um, and Katie, wow, uh, her dog <laughs> ate her sister's pink G-string. Right. Wow. Interesting. She's tasty. Um, Rebecca from Hewitt, Good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you going? Good, Rebecca. Okay, what has your dog eaten? So apart from all the normal weird mm-hmm. things, yeah. um, she turned our backyard into a crime scene. <gasps> so I went out there and she had eaten 
all the heads off my garden names. Heads were gone. It's like a serial oh my killer dog. God. She, she had drool coming down her cheeks, and she's like one of those big dogs, so the head fit in her mouth. Oh my but God. every single garden gnome, the gnomes with the butt facing up, she just didn't go for the butt. She went for the head. Wow. All the time. So um, heads. What breed of dog? She's a cane corso. Okay. What's, wow. what's a cane so she's corso? A big Italian mastiff. So oh. it, it literally, the gnome would have fit in her mouth. Oh, my so, God. Beck, what if you just crunch their heads once she's eaten them and just swallow them? Well, I, I wasn't going through her business to have a look for her heads, no. let me tell you. So I'm assuming because they, were, they weren't a couple of little things in her bed. But, wow. <laughs> but yeah, she, she ate them. Oh, the ceramic head's gone. And she's okay? Uh, well, she was okay from that. She's no longer with us oh. anymore. Oh, <laughs> but, yeah, she she was okay. She right. thought it was hilarious. Um, Every gnome I put, head gone. Did, did you keep the gnomes just without their heads dotted around the garden? No, it gave me a nightmare. Yeah. I put them in the bin. Yeah, <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Rebecca. <laughs> That's a great call. Jeez. Garden gnomes. Uh, Mel from Kadena, good morning. Good morning. How are you both this morning? Very well, Mel. Okay, what has your puppy done? Uh, my naughty American staff, Costa, mm-hmm. swallowed an avocado seed of <gasps> all the things a dog could eat. And Ooh. I thought, he'll be fine, he'll be fine, it'll pass. Yeah. So yep. for two days, I followed him around with a plastic bag, just yeah. waiting, mm-hmm. yep. just waiting to see. And then it didn't move. So off to the vet we went, and the vet gave him enemas, gave him stuff to make him Sick, no movement, and they had to do an ultrasound and an x ray. Three and a half thousand dollars later, out came the avocado seed, most expensive avocado seed I've ever had in my life. Mel, when you said it out, out it came, did they actually operate? They had to operate. They had to do an ultrasound and an X-ray, and it was lodged in his small intestine. God. And it cost three and a half thousand dollars. So I was very, very careful now what? with my avocados. What kind of dog, Mel? He was an American staff. Right. Oh, no. Gee, so he was a big her. boy, and it must yeah. have rolled off the cutting board and down mm. his throat it went. Oh, gosh. Oh, you, thank Mel. you so much, Mel. God, imagine if that poor dog actually had to pass that avocado. <laughs> well, that's when she said it out of time. I thought eventually he's just gone bang. <laughs> it is Erin and Soda on Mix 102.3. It's a fair sort of bead, isn't Holy it? Holy guacamole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Big thank you to our friends at Lancer. Lancer, because life is better by design. They bring us Travis Boak, Port Adelaide superstar, every week. Good morning, Trav. Good morning, guys. How are we doing? Good, Bokey. Hey, uh, how was a bit of lockdown for 48 hours for you? Uh, lockdown was fun. Uh, I got plenty of uh, Netflix in, yep. uh, plenty of uh, plenty of naps in. Mm-hmm. I was quite okay. relaxed, so it was good. Nice. Um, I'd, actually, I don't sleep after games. I don't know if you're the same. Yeah. Um, you guys, but I didn't sleep till 6 a.m. Oh. after the game. So wow. Friday was spent all day on the couch sleeping, yep. um, which yep. which killed a day. That so sounds uh, it was good. Um, Bucky, you said Netflix. <laughs> was was nice. there a bit of Netflix and chill? Any guests? Any visitors? <laughs> Isolation, mate. Yeah. Uh, so it was just me. It was just me. Uh, I should be better prepared next time before uh, before isolation. Yeah. Well, 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 we know it's not just you because you have a dog named Sunny. Is that correct? I do have a dog named Sunny. She's uh, she's 13 now. She's starting to get a little bit old, which is, it's getting oh. sad. Um, oh. She sleeps a lot more. Yep. She just, yeah, she's not as active. So it's, oh. yeah, I'm not ready for, yeah, well, post you, 
Sunny life. Yeah, well, Vokey, we were talking on the show, things that your dogs have eaten. So what's the weirdest thing Sunny's eaten? Um, she is a bit of a scab. So every time I, I bring her in the house, um, she'll go straight to the kitchen and mm. start sniffing and look for scraps. But um, when, I was, uh, when I was overseas, I had uh, she was staying with some, with some friends mm. and um, she ate a chicken bone and it got <gasps> caught in her stomach. So oh. she, couldn't, uh, she couldn't process and she had to go in for surgery and get it all cut out. So, um, yeah, that was probably the worst thing I reckon she's, she's ever eaten. And that was, was actually quite scary. So, uh, yeah. um, Buggy, have you got pet insurance? Because everyone's going through the same situation with Lexi, her dog, and having to go to the vet. I don't. I don't have pet insurance, so that cost me a fair bit. Um, yeah. And I know mum's been through a few surgeries with her dogs before, and it mm. costs an absolute fortune. It so it's probably a good thing to do. Instead, I'm just training my kids to become vets, Bokey, okay? So yes. that's, I'm just coming yes. off that way. Good idea. Yeah. <laughs> probably, probably a cheaper option. Um, hey, Buck, you've got a question here. This is a little left field because Erin yesterday revealed she'd spent so much time um, doing up her letterbox and then realised she doesn't get any mail anymore because <laughs> the art's gone <laughs> of letter writing. Yeah. But when's the last time you reckon you've received a handwritten letter? Um, yeah, well, funny you say that. We actually um, we write letters to each other at the club uh, as part of our as part of our program, getting to know each other on a, on a deeper level and, a, and build our connection with each other. Cause it actually oh, wow. is quite nice reading a letter from, um, you know, the people close to you, your teammates. Mm. Uh, so part of our, um, our program with Hugh yeah. Van Collenberg, who does the resumes project. Mm. Uh, yeah. We actually write letters about, you know, what we appreciate about each other and, and things like that. So it's, um, it's quite powerful reading it back from, from your teammates and, and your ones. Yeah sort of care about a lot. So it's, uh, yeah, it's a good thing. Boki, do you only write letters to like one player? So you, you kind of like pen pals or you write letters to everybody in your team? Um, so we've sort of mixed it up at times. Like we've got mentor groups and things mm-hmm. like that, that you write to, to certain players, but, but also mixing it with um, not only the guys you spend most time with. So mm-hmm. the guys are in the age group, but younger players and things like that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, yeah, you, you receive a few from, from a few different players, but Robbie, Robbie Gray actually organised for my 250th to get um, letters um, written for me from all my family, friends, uh, teammates that have all been, you know, really close to me over the journey, which was really wow. special to yeah, read them wow. before a game. So, yeah, it's a, it's a nice thing to do. Yeah. Mate, that is actually that is really you good. Boker, you notice, you know, if you flick a text to someone or you, you write an email, you just sort of bang it out. But if you write a letter mm. and you've been doing that with your teammates, does it make you think and consider them and the situation more? No doubt. Oh, no doubt. I think mm. it builds a connection. Um, there's something there, and especially when you write a letter, I feel like you, you can get more out. You're sort of thinking. You get a bit more from the heart. And um, it kind of, yeah, it sort of builds a, a, a sort of a connection there when you've sort yeah. of given something that you've, you've handwritten and it's really personal rather than just a, a, a quick text or something yep. like that. Boki, how do the younger players go with their handwriting? Because I'd imagined uh, so much text, so much typing. It would be actually a, a, bit, a bit of bad handwriting going around. Boki, when they yeah, write to you... Yeah, I reckon they go straight to the computer. I was going to say, when they write to you, do they, if they write, hi, mate, do they put hi, M, and then a, a number eight? Like <laughs> yeah, I reckon there is a bit of that getting around still. But I reckon they go straight to the computer and type it out. That's their way of doing a letter. Yeah, absolutely. Um, hey, Boki, I just, the penny just dropped for me then because you're going up to uh, the Gold Coast to play the Suns on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. And it's actually Robbie Gray's 250th. So did he yep. organise your letters so that you can return <laughs> the favour this week? Well, we might have to return the favour for him this week. But, uh, yeah, it will be a special occasion. Though Rob's been huge for our club. So, it's uh, mm. yeah, it's a massive weekend. Although Robbie will 
try and, and make it less about himself yeah. as possible. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be a special weekend for us. There's no doubt about that. Ah, oh, that's fantastic, Bokey. Mate, you enjoy yourself. Have another great game. Uh, get a win against those Suns. And we look forward to seeing you back soon. Now, you're only, uh, after this weekend, you're only four weeks away from your 300 games. Wow. So, mate, you're, you're mate. Your mailbox is going to be full in a month. <laughs> I expect two letters from you guys. Done. Absolutely. Good on you, buddy. Have a great trip. Thanks, guys. On you, baby. You there you go. Thank you, Travis Boker. Thank you to Lancer because life is better by design. So I want, to, want you to ask yourself this. Yes. When was the last time you received a handwritten letter from someone? Boy, that is a good question. And I mean um, the personal one. Yeah, yeah. You know what? comes to mind, my mum mm. will quite often send stuff over from Melbourne, yep. you know, with a few little gifts, and she'll always write a little note, but I honestly cannot mm. remember the last time I actually received, you know, like a one, two or three page mm. letter from someone that was handwritten. I would not I would not even know when to begin when it would have been. Because gone are the days, isn't it, when the letters arrived in your yep. letterbox, you used to run out there and get really excited to get a letter from someone or a postcard, and because over the weekend I was... Um, fixing up my letterbox only to then have that realisation that there are actually no letters that really come into my mailbox anymore. It's usually email, it's yep. in direct messaging now, it's all electronic. So I put out a call yesterday to, to our listeners. I said, does anyone want a letter? Because I'm willing to write a letter. Yep. You're talking personal, handwritten, uh, yep. go to the whole whole box and dice yep. scenario. So, we, so you can go out to your letterbox and get a letter from me, right. handwritten. Well, we had a uh, a caller named Jean. Hang on, not just Jean. We had bunches oh, and bunches did. of calls. Mm. I think people are looking for that chance to reconnect. And I think it's great because it's it's personalised. And Jean, yeah. she's a, a letter advocate. Okay? Right. She loves her letters. Absolutely beautiful. I gave her a call yesterday. Mm. She answers with her phone number. She's oh. absolutely beautiful. <laughs> Jean, after I spoke to her, made me want to write letters for the rest of my life. Really? I just wanted to get off the phone and write a letter right then and there. Right. So you called her and a number of other people mm-hmm. after the show to get yep. the addresses, get everything sorted yep. and locked and loaded for you to write these letters. Yep. But take a listen to Jean. Eight three five six three. G'day, Jean. Yes. It's Erin Phillips. How are you? Is that you, Erin? It's me, Jean. Oh, lovely, dear. I listen to your program every morning. You're wonderful. Um, I'm so excited because I get to write you a letter. And I'm going to answer it, Erin. Oh, we'll be pen pals and then I can get letters from you and I'll write you back and then we can all enjoy our letterbox together. I am a letter writer, Erin. How many letters do you write a week, Jean? Uh, I would write maybe uh, three letters a week at least. Wow. And I get about an average of uh, six to ten letters a week. I can pinpoint everything with my handwriting, and I do it all the time. I'm 89 in August. Bobby wearing out, Aaron, but my faculties are still very, very, very good. I love it. Well, you make sure when you get your letter, you call us straight away when you receive it, okay? I will, Aaron. I will. And sanitise your hands. Oh, I will sanitise. Don't worry about that. Bye, dear. Love that advice at the what? end. <laughs> How good is that? Isn't that beautiful? Yep.
Yeah, and do you know what? Like, Jane, she, clearly she's looking forward to those five or six letters she receives every week. I know, and I'm looking forward to writing to her. So I'm really excited about this. I think I've opened up something here, and I, and I encourage people, write yep. a letter to somebody, get yeah. their address, send them a personalised note. Well, we were talking to Travis Boke a little earlier in the mm. show, and the Port Adelaide players actually write letters, handwritten letters yes. to each other. And I stopped and I thought, you know, when you flick a text to someone or you write an email, you mm. just sort of punch it out. Yep. But when you do write a letter, you actually stop and really consider yep. the words you're using. Yep. Agreed. Right. You bring it back. I'm bringing it so back. So you've got a bunch of listeners, friends of the show, yep. that you're going to write handwritten letters to. There'll be letters to them going out today. Awesome. And you've even created your own stationery. I know. I have. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Right, oh, Aaron Phillips, over the past day or so, I have uh, been given a little lead okay. to follow. Um, and I've been trying to chase it down, and I'm comfortable enough to now confirm mm-hmm. that there is some breaking news. Okay, what do you got? Well, don't look so innocent to me because <laughs> I need to ask something. Do you need to share something with us, your friends and colleagues, and all of our friends of the show that are listening in? <laughs> no, I don't, what are you talking about? I'm asking you. Do you need to share some information with us? I, mi- I might. Well, do you need to share some with us? Yes. You do? Maybe. Hang on. No. <laughs> Don't play these stupid games. Right. I need you to look Come me on. in the eye. No, no, no. Listen, yep. we're six months on air now. Mm-hmm. More than that. I need you to look me in the eye. Okay. Erin Phillips, mm-hmm. have you signed a contract to play football next year and have not told us about it? Look me in the eye. <laughs> Now, have you put pen to paper and signed a contract and you haven't given us a heads up and you thought you could get through today, (laughs) right, and not Mm -hmm. tell us? Have you signed a contract? No. Erin Phillips, look. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Look me in the eye, right? Yes. Do not lose. Yes, I have. I have. You have what? I've signed a contract with the Crows. What? Now, (laughs) listen, I knew you bloody had done that. You shifty, shifty woman. You're not meant to break this. Listen, you've signed a contract. Mm. Right. I have. Right. I'm excited. Well, you should be, yeah. but so should we be because you're meant to tell us when you've done something like this. So you're going to play footy at the Crows this season coming up. I am. Yep. Right. Are Very you, excited. Well, we've got to find out mm-hmm. now. Are, are you confident that your knee, which gave you some grief mm-hmm. throughout the season just gone, are you confident that can stand up to another year of footy? Yes, yeah, so I had a really good chat with my surgeon, Will Duncan, and mm. the medical staff at the Crows. This was after my surgery, and everyone was really, really happy where, where my knee was at and very, very confident that I could play on. So there was there was no doubt in their mind, so there's no doubt in my mind. I don't care about them. Mm-hmm. In your mind, is there no doubt because of what they said, or is there no doubt because you know your knee's good to go? Oh, I know my body very well. Right. I've been with it for a very long time. Right. Well, you, you have. <laughs> you know it better than I know anyone. I do, and I right. know that... Um, you know, I, I, like I having that small scope, yep. um, I couldn't have it during the season. Like about up to round five, yeah. I injured myself, took some you took did? some cartilage off. Yep. Because the season's so short, I couldn't have surgery. So I just played through it and just got through the end of the season. But right. I'm very, very confident. And yeah, I know that my body's going to be cherry ripe to go. How long have you signed for? Just one year. One season. Mm-hmm. Are you confident that your knee could get through another year or is this going to be your last season of footy? Oh, I'm definitely not. I don't, not going into this thinking that it's my last year. I, I do actually know it could well be. Like if I have yep. another um, knee injury or another serious injury of any sorts, I'm, I mean, I'm 36. So, mm-hmm. but look, if, if at the end of the next year, well, end of, yeah, next season, yep. if I'm fine, I'm going to keep playing until I just can't Again. play. Yeah. Right. And so you signed for one year. Yeah. Did they offer you a two-year deal? 
No, just the one hang year. On, hang on, hang on, hang on. Did, did you ask for a two-year deal? I mean, hang on. Mm-hmm. So let me get this. So your knee's good to go. Yep. And you reckon you could be go continue playing after this year? Oh, yeah. If, right. if my body's fine, which I'm confident it will because it was such a minor surgery, I'm, I'm really confident I could keep playing. Right. And so they didn't offer you a two-year deal? Where are you going? No, well, they didn't. Where are you going because, with this? Well, because Port Adelaide oh, will have a women's go. team. No, 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 mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. Port Adelaide will have a women's team in the competition probably as early as a year after this season coming up. Mm. Right? Yes. Now, Port Adelaide are going to want you because you're a Port Adelaide girl at heart originally because of your dad and mm-hmm. family and all that sort of thing. Um, if the Crows had have offered you a two-year deal to keep mm. you out of Port's hands, would have you signed a multi-year deal? Oh, of course. Yeah, absolutely. So they didn't offer you that? Mate, right. stop staring well, the pot here. Well, I can tell here. you right now that Chris Davies and David Koch from Port Adelaide right now will be jumping up and down. Now, let me get this right also too, because I covered this mm. season. Well, before you hurt your knee, because you're all Australian again this season, you mm. finished third in the club BNF. Were you you were leading the club BNF before you hurt your knee? Yes. Right. Mm. So you're in ripping form. Mm. You've had your knee cleaned up. They got rid of the cartilage. Yep. Why didn't they sign you for? T- why didn't they offer you two years? You're staring. No, right. I'm well, serious. Listen, I'm, I'm, 30, I'm 36. I'm 36 years old. Yeah. I can understand why the club would want to be, I guess, cautious and, and not signing me for a multi-year deal, just in case something well, happens. Why don't and they then they put in some riders that you can stay and be an assistant coach to keep you out of Port's hands the following year. You're staring. I'm just asking. You're staring. No, it would be irresponsible for not to ask, given the role I play outside of this station. Well, look, it's a one-year deal. I'm really excited. This is a day of celebration. Yeah, we're all excited. (laughs) Hey, congratulations, because we're all excited to know you're back playing footy, because um, many people probably wondered whether you'd be able to Mm. run around again. But the Mm. knee's great. You'll be playing footy this season for the Crows. Yep. But beyond that, if your knee's good and you're playing again, you're not signed. No. Right, I'll tell you what's going to happen. You are a... I'm serious. Wow. Why would they not sign you for two years? That is astounding. But congratulations, Thank you very much. We're looking forward to seeing you back on the footy field. Me too. Can't wait. Very excited. Next time, Mm -hmm. you know you're employed by this place. (laughs) Seriously, you can't hold this stuff off. I thought I could just sneak under the radar. Your manager, his name's Tom. Tom, I'm about to bloody call you. This is the sort of stuff we need to break. You're lucky that someone gave me a heads up here. Don't think you can just laugh it off, mate. Mr. Know-it-all, Mr. I'm in front of the news. Congratulations. How did you get that? Congratulations you. on your new deal, mate. No, thank you very much. I'm really, very excited. Really looking forward to seeing you playing footy again this year for the Crows and the year after for Port. Goodbye.